Northeast Mississippi Community College proudly presents the longest-running community college podcast in the state of Mississippi, Tiger Talk. Tune in each week as Northeast President Dr. Ricky Ford talks about all things Northeast, from academics to career and tech to workforce and all things in between. It's Tiger Talk. And now, Northeast President Dr. Ricky G. Ford. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Tiger Talk with President Dr. Ricky Ford and myself, Liz Calvary. We can't wait to share with you all the great things going on at Northeast Mississippi Community College. President Ford, with last week's wild winter weather, it made a switch to online classes and closed campus. Can you share your decision-making process for campus closure? You know, when you start talking about weather and you talk about weather-related closures of schools, you know, it's never an exact science because you never know exactly 100% what you do. Sometimes, obviously, if it's snowing and coming a tornado or something like that, then you would you would know how to react to that quickly. However, we don't always have those circumstances. Usually, the best way that we deal with uh, closures when there's with weather, when it's weather-related or incident-related, I think being weather aware pretty much is, is very important when making these decisions. When we look ahead, you know, and we, we see the weather and we, it's anticipating that either snow or ice or is coming through or dangerous winds, those type things, anything that will put our employees and our students at danger that is weather related, we have to really make sure that we do a thorough investigation of it. And like I said, the best thing to do is to be well aware, know as much as you can about the forecast. You know, you're sitting there and you're watching the, the weather, you know, and they're saying, okay, expect uh, low temperatures in the teens or maybe single digit temperatures and expecting some precipitation along with that, then naturally you're going to have to start thinking about when is it coming in? What do we need to do in order to be prepared for it? Because we don't want our students that commute to get caught here on campus ever without any avenue to get home. And obviously we can't be in that situation because, you know, they've got to get home. So we've got to make sure that we have a clear path in order to get home. So when we look at the weather, you know, we kind of make sure that there's some time. If it's during the day, we need to make sure that our students are dismissed and they have time to get to their to their homes without any issues or anything like that as far as travel goes or putting them in harm's way on the way home. So we've got to make sure that if we dismiss from school early in the day, that we've got to make sure that the students are able to get home before the actual dangerous weather would, would move in. And then, of course, if we're looking at just recently, we had some bad weather. We had some freezing temperatures. We had freezing rain. We had uh, snow. We had freezing precipitation. And then we had dangerously low temperatures that allowed this stuff not to, uh, to, to melt and to go away. So, you know, we just had to make sure that that, that the roads were uh, open. And the thing that we have to do here at Northeast is make sure that our students from Union County, from the western parts of Union County, and from the northeastern parts of Tishomingo County, and then the northern parts of uh, Alcorn County, and those outer lying areas that, you know, sometimes are not connected to the main highway by way to Northeast. You know, they have to travel some state aid roads or they have to travel some uh, back roads in order to get to the main highway. So we've got to consider um, that when we're, we're making preparations to close school or leave it open. And that was kind of the delay that we experienced this week is we had the main thoroughfares, Highway 45 and Highway uh, 4, were 
mainly, uh, primarily open for traffic. And there was a few hidden spots of ice and those type things, especially in shaded areas. But once you get off the major highways, there was extreme danger in traveling with those streets and, and roads that were branching off from the uh, the major thoroughfares. And, and that's where our students come from. We have a majority of our students that come from that. So we've got to take that into consideration. You know, I got to praise our MDOT folks and our local uh, supervisors for trying to get these roads back passable as soon as, as possible. And, you know, we, we've got to just say thank you, thank you, thank you for the job that they did this past week. But, uh, you know, if I got to say one thing, it's uh, about uh, making decisions on closing school or leaving school open. You know, we've got to think ahead of the, 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 the game as far as weather is related. Not what the weather is doing right at this very moment, but what is the weather going to be like two hours from now, three hours from now, five hours from now? What's the weather going to be like in the morning when students have to hit the road to come back to, to class? So we've got to kind of stay with our forecast uh, and our, our meteorologists at our local TV stations play a major role in this. The National Weather Service with the, the data and the technology that we have available today to look at the radars, to look at the prediction of what the weather's going to do later on today or tonight or in the morning or maybe, uh, you know, it's coming in at 9 a.m. in the morning, or maybe it's coming in at uh, 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. So in those cases, you know, we may be, may be a situation where we'll come in and we'll have one class or two classes and dismiss at 10 a.m., or it may be a situation where we had overnight icing, and it's too dangerous for the students to come to an 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock to even 10 o'clock class. Then we could we will delay opening until, uh, say, at noon so the, the, there's a lot of avenues that we could take in order to do that. But, you know, we've got to make sure that the students and the employee have a safe path to travel to, to get to school. If we can't verify that and we can't say with 100% accuracy that that's going to happen, then we've got to close school. We've got to make sure that we don't have uh, classes open and we don't put students in danger. So in a lot of ways that we do this, it also is that we try our best to uh, communicate with those people in those outerlying counties, county superintendent of education in, in those outlying areas. And I rely heavily upon uh, what they're going to do because we don't want to be closed with our classes and the high schools in those outer lying areas uh, to be open and and vice versa. So I stay in close communication. I usually text those folks in those areas to find out how the road conditions are. Are they closing for, for classes tomorrow or what might happen? So it's very important that we communicate with those those people. So, you know, we just gather as much information as possible and make sure that we make a decision based upon all the information and facts that we have. We try our best to make that decision based upon all that information, and make it with plenty of time for our folks to know and prepare so as that we don't want them coming to school and when they get here, find out, hey, we're closed. So we want to do that well in advance of the times that they would leave in order to come to class or in order to to, uh, to come to work. So if, it, if it's an overnight thing, we'll get up early in the morning at 4 or 5 o'clock and get as much information together and cancel school at 5, 36 o'clock uh, a.m. so that they will know not to come to, uh, to class or come to work. If it's something that's probably coming in during the night and we know without a doubt that it's going to, we'll go ahead and cancel classes the day before. So it's very important that we stay ahead of the game and we only release the information about closing classes way, way ahead of time so that I can have time to prepare for it. And as I said, is it an exact science? Absolutely not. 
you know, sometimes we, we hit it right, sometimes we don't. Uh, I remember one instant where I called off class because they said that storms were coming in, ice was coming in. We get up the next morning, the sun's shining, and it gets up to about 60 degrees. So will we make a mistake? Sure, we're going to make mistakes on, on, on the timing of it and the closure of school. But here's the thing. You can always make classes up. And with us, we're, we're extremely blessed in the fact that we have the technology in place and we have the expertise in place that we can go virtual with all of our classes very, very easily to do that. So our students communicate with our teachers by our Canvas platform and our learning platform that we have. So we haven't missed any classes. This We've been out over a, a week now. The school's been closed and we've been able to go to virtual classroom, class instruction. So we haven't missed anything as far as after missing a, a, a week of school with school closed because of the weather. So stay ahead of the game, make sure that we err on the side of caution, and make sure that we take care of our students and we take take care of our employees and do not put them in harm's way. And can you update us on the Northeast News? Some quick updates that we've got going on here at Northeast. Of course, right now we've got, it's getting close to basketball tournament time. So we have a junior high basketball tournament, which will be starting uh, next week. We have our baseball and softball first pitch ma- uh, mingle will happen uh, Thursday night at 7 p.m. That'll be at First Baptist Church in Boomville. So we, uh, if you inquire about attending that, get in touch with uh, Coach Rich Harrelson or Coach Jody Long in the baseball and softball program. So we've got um, kind of a, a rearranged schedule that I'll get to you next week since the ice and the storm has come through and we've had closures and we've had cancellations. We do have uh, basketball games coming up, uh, so check your schedule on the NMCC Athletics webpage. We have different activities going on as too, as far as student activities. A lot of those have been rearranged and rescheduled, so hopefully next week I'll have uh, a complete countdown. So as I said, this, we're, we're back open for school on Wednesday the, today, the 24th of uh, January. So we're going to close out this week and then close out this month in a very, very strong fashion. So thank you all for being patient with us. And just remember that we are the premier institution in community colleges throughout the country. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, let's go Tigers. Thank you for listening to this week's Tiger Talk podcast. If you or someone you know wants to further their education through academics, career and technical programs, or even continuing education and workforce, give Northeast a call at 1-800-555-2154. Tiger Talk is brought to you by Northeast Mississippi Community College. For more information about Northeast, visit www.tiger.org nemcc.edu or follow the college on various social media platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok.